true believers, and welcome to the first ever podcast of The Geeky Gentleman, and I'm your host, David Calderon. Now, in this podcast, I'm going to discuss with you guys everything that's going on in this nerdy world of ours. Everything from the Marvel to DC updates, comic books to video games, movies to TV, and everything in between. At the end of each podcast, I'll have a segment dedicated to helping you guys be the best gentleman you can be with tips on grooming and styling. So get ready, because whoever listens to this podcast, if they be worthy, shall possess all my infinite knowledge. Alrighty then, enough said. Now in today's episode, we're going to be focusing on some fun and comic book faithful ways that the MCU can begin introducing the X-Men into the larger Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now we do know that the merger between Disney and Fox is finally completed, and fans can rest assured knowing that the X-Men are back with Marvel. I'm personally happy about that, but that's a completely other podcast. But right now, we know that the X-Men are back home with Marvel. Now, with that said, that doesn't mean we're going to be getting an X-Men fully-fledged team film anytime soon, because we know the MCU has already been planning all the movies that they have slated that are coming up. But maybe Marvel can begin slowly dropping in some of our favorite mutants throughout the other films that they have lined up. It wouldn't be too hard for them to maybe switch something up in one of the films they have planned, you know, and just introduce a character, you know, for a little bit. So there's a possibility that that can happen. Now, this episode isn't about how the MCU can explain the existence of mutants in the world, but it's more about specifically how the upcoming slated films of the MCU can begin bringing in our favorite X-Men into the MCU. Now, the first X-Men character that I think the MCU can bring into the films is Storm. Now, we've already been welcomed into this wonderful world of Wakanda in the Black Panther films, and we know for sure that we're going to get two more films to finish off the Black Panther trilogy. So I think this would be a perfect time to insert Storm as maybe one of the first X-Men we see in the larger MCU. Now, in the comic books, we know that T'Challa and Storm got married, they got divorced, but the whole point is there is comic book precedent for this. And it was actually reconned in the comic books that they met much, much younger, and I believe she saved him at one point. Now, this would be the perfect chance to bring in Storm as a new love interest. Now, I know you're what you're saying. He's already in love with Nakia, who we met in the first film. Now, if you know your comic book stuff, you know that Nakia also becomes kind of like evil? Maybe not evil, but she actually comes to odds with T'Challa. You know, they don't actually end up together. Now, I think this would be a good time to bring in another love interest because I think the actress Lupita would be perfect to play as a villain, and I think that actually would be a good arc for a character in the films. And, you know, maybe T'Challa has to seek Storm for help. And it would be so, so, so cool to see Storm, you know, flying around using all elemental powers in Wakanda. Now, I also think that adding Storm into the Black Panther films would be a great addition to the Black Panther cast. Now, Marvel seems very keen on keeping the actors as authentic as they can, especially, you know, because all these films take place in Africa. I was really disappointed in both interpretations of Storms that we've seen. You know, Halle Berry had an accent in the first section of the film, and then all of a sudden she sounded like she was, like, from New York in the next ones. So I really disliked that they completely Americanized her character. So I really do think that Marvel needs to cast someone who can play Storm authentically. You know, she also comes from Africa. So I think Marvel is very, very committed to keeping that going. So I think them adding Storm in this premise of these films that take place in Africa would be the best thing they could possibly do. And a side note, we already saw that T'Challa's mom has white hair. I mean, let's be real. Angela Bassett looked amazing. So she didn't even look that old, but yet her hair was, you know, like, completely white. So we do know that maybe that's, a, you know, like a little hint that, you know, these people out there just with white hair exist. So please bring in Storm. Now, the second X-Men character that I think that they can bring into the MCU, and it completely makes sense, 
is the character of Rogue. Now, we do know that the film Captain Marvel just came out. So, again, we also know the same with Black Panther. We're definitely going to get at least two more fully Captain Marvel films to finish off the trilogy. But who knows what our contract is. Maybe Marvel signed it for the rest of her life. But we do know for sure that we will have at least three. Now, just to preface, again, fans were probably disappointed in Fox's interpretation of Rogue because, let's just say it, she was weak and boring. So I think a lot of people, especially, you know, people around my age and generation, really wanted to see, you know, like prime 90s Rogue, you know, flying around the air, super strong, you know, just punching the shit out of things. But we never saw that. Now, in the comic books and even in the cartoon, that popular X-Men cartoon that everyone will watch when they were growing up, we do know that Rogue gains those powers because, again, her actual mutant ability is to just absorb the powers of others, usually temporarily, but, you know, given whoever's writing, maybe permanently. But she got that flight and super strength, guess from who? Captain Marvel, or technically back then, Miss Marvel. So I think this is a perfect, perfect way to bring in Rogue into the MCU. Now, another reason why I think this might be a good idea is the fact that Captain Marvel currently right now in the MCU is a little OP. And what that means is overpowered. Now, that's okay right now because, you know, she has a take on Thanos. So you, you needed someone in the Avengers that can actually, you know, like, take Thanos down. Even though I think Scarlet Witch could have done it. So Marvel, more screen time for Scarlet Witch. But right now, Captain Marvel, as she is, is a little overpowered. And that, whether it is a, it's a good thing, but the bad part about that is it's kind of hard to write around that because then she can essentially, you know, like, kick everyone's butt. Who's going to be the bad guy that's going to take her on? So I think that bringing in Rogue in the films as a villain, because she has a little villain past when she was introduced in the comic books, I think bringing Rogue in as a way to kind of nerf Carol Danvers, essentially, you know, strip her powers down slightly, would be a good way to make it easier for her to be writable and, you know, write films about her and her new power set and you know how she has to fight these villains because she doesn't have her full crazy overpoweredness thing going on and then you know she's has that because some of her power was transferred into rogue who now is flying smashing things and kicking butt left and right now i think that would be a great way to bring in rogue into the mcu and you know also help with carol danvers being a little like overpowered i think that would actually be such a fun thing to see so i can just like already visualize it in my head so i think that would be a very good way to bring in Rogue. And again, you know, it doesn't even have to happen in the second one. It could probably happen at the end of the Captain Marvel trilogies. And then you're just like, oh crap, what's going to happen to Captain Marvel now? Or maybe she'll go by Miss Marvel now. And then all of a sudden you'll have, you know, the X-Men team coming around. And then you'll have like Rogue, you know, ready to kick butt. So those are the X-Men characters that I would start introducing into the MCU, given the films that Marvel already has lined up. Now, those are the top two that I think would fit perfectly in right now. Now, I think adding any other X-Men characters is just really trying to force reach them into films, whereas I think Storm and Rogue would actually seamlessly go into these stories, and then, you know, you'll see them later on when Professor X is gathering all his X-Men together. Now comes the gentleman portion of the Geeky Gentleman podcast. Now, like I said, at the end of each episode, I'm going to start giving you guys some of my grooming tips and just everything that I've learned, you know, just to help you become the gentleman you were always meant to be. Cue the music! So the first thing I'm going to tell you guys is one of my favorite products that I have literally have been using since I moved to London, which was six years ago. So if you're looking for something to help even at your skin tone and to, you know, quickly strip away the shine away, I have very oily skin. So I always am like worried about being shiny in pictures and, you know, just in public. 
But, you know, you're not a fan of makeup, you know, because I don't wear makeup. So you don't want to wear makeup. So you want a product that's going to help that isn't makeup. Enter Kiehl's Microblur Skin Perfector. Now, what this is, it's essentially kind of a tinted cream. Now, it's really good because it's lightweight and it smooths your skin instantly. Now, once you put it on, I literally put it on my forehead, my nose, aka your T-zone. I actually just put it on everywhere on my face because one of the really good things it does is that it minimizes the appearance of pores and it instantly refines your skin texture. So your face just magically looks super smooth, your pores are hidden away, and it actually improves your skin quality over time. But it doesn't look like you're wearing makeup. You are just, you know, if you have even a little redness or whatever, it completely masks that in the way that doesn't look like you're wearing makeup. I really love this. It's one of my favorite things to use on a daily basis. I essentially put it on my face anytime I'm stepping out of my flat or I have to show my face in public. Now, I also use it a lot too because if I ever have to take pictures for Instagram or if I ever actually have to do a video, I'm wearing it right now. I actually just put this on and it completely mats my face, makes my skin look amazing, and I don't really have to worry about much else. Now, I started using this product like six years ago and I literally have kept it in my grooming kit since then like I always have it and I'm always sad when I go to Kios and they don't have it so I always have it in stock so if you're looking for something right now that can make your skin look amazing then check out Kios Microblur Skin Perfector alrighty guys that's it for the first episode of The Geeky Gentleman literally thank you so much for listening make sure to subscribe and rate this episode I'll have more episodes coming at you very soon so until next time I'm your host David Calderon and I will see you later <laughs>